Hey, this is Pastor David. Thanks for plugging in today. I believe that this word from God will encourage you, challenge you, and help direct you toward your destiny. A new commandment I give unto you, Jesus said, that you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and understanding, and that you love your neighbor as yourself. Let's get right into the word. There's no one like our God, no one at all. Gave his son for us, Jesus the Lord. Who can love us like he does? Welcome, friends and family, to this episode of Daily Bread. Pastor David here in the podcasting studio, wanting to reach all of you with love and hope and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. We are going to talk today about one of my favorite characters, uh, favorite figures in history. Several people have asked me to retell the story of Thecla. Now, you won't find this story in the pages of your Bible, nor is this story useful for reproof, correction, or doctrine. And by that, I mean this is not Scripture. It is, however, a well-documented course of events which have been pieced together using discovered sea scrolls as well as well-documented Roman events. It's amazing that these other documents mention biblical figures that we know well, including the Apostle Paul and Demas, the traitor who deserted Paul and fled to Thessalonica. Thecla's story is fascinating and inspirational. To me, her story will always spearhead the way for the importance and inclusion of women as heroes of our faith, and that God can and will use any man or woman who identifies with him. To explain, we need to first revisit a familiar scripture from the book of Acts in chapter 19 and verses 13 through 16. It says, A group of Jews was traveling from town to town, casting out evil spirits. They tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus in their incantation, saying, I command you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a leading priest, were doing this. But one time when they tried it, The evil spirit replied, I know Jesus, and I know Paul, but who are you? Then the man with the evil spirit leapt on them, overpowered them, and attacked them with such violence that they fled from the house naked and battered. He says, I know Jesus, and I've heard of Paul, but who are you? Before you find yourself in Jesus, you have no identity. The Bible teaches that there is no middle ground. Either you are for the kingdom or you are against the kingdom. If anyone could claim middle ground, it was these guys. These seven sons were not for the kingdom of heaven. They had a gimmick. And people who are in it for the wrong reasons are always on the lookout to imitate the real thing. So be warned about churches and ministers who do their best to imitate other ministries. But let's not get sidetracked with all that. These guys weren't in Camp Jesus. We can agree on that. But they were fighting evil spirits, so they weren't really in Camp Satan either. The truth is, they were fighting for the kingdom of self. And unbeknownst to them, any other camp than Team Jesus means you're fighting against Team Jesus. 
So, to that end, they were on the enemy's team. This evil spirit was their teammate. Yet, he did not recognize seven of his teammates. Can you imagine being on a team and not recognizing seven of your fellow teammates? He did, however, recognize the names of the players for the other team. He said, I know Jesus, and I have heard of Paul. Don't you find that fascinating? He couldn't identify people on his own team, but he could identify people on the opposing team. And to fully understand that, I have to tell you about one of the greatest champions of our faith, a brave and beautiful woman named Thecla. Thecla's story begins in an affluent city called Iconium. At the time, Thecla lived with her mom. Thecla was betrothed to a man named Thimerus. Paul visits Iconium and finds himself paired with two very immature believers, Hermogenes and Demas. I mentioned him earlier. But Paul is patient with them and begins their discipleship. Paul's preaching at a church, and young Thecla finds a place for herself outside at an open window. In this time period, women only had an identity in something else. It was, I'm so-and-so's husband, or I'm a parent of these children. Women didn't have an identity of their own. They were kind of nameless and faceless outside of their husband's or, or their families. And so it was true with Thecla. And here she is, sitting outside, listening to Paul preach from this open window. And Thecla falls in love with Paul's teaching about freedom and identity in Christ. She is an individual who desires to have her own personhood, to be recognized as a, as a complete and valuable person, all on her own, not because of a job, not because of a husband, not because of her family, not because of her children, but that she would be recognized as a person, completely unique, completely special, completely called of God, and she falls in love with this teaching about freedom and about identity in Christ, and she follows Paul everywhere, day and night, but she never actually sees Paul. She only hears him from the windows. She's only listening to the gospel from the outside. And as you can imagine, the rooms are very crowded and people are pressed in and, and there's really no chance for her to ever meet or see Paul, but she can only hear what he has to say from these open windows. Now, her husband-to-be, Thimerus, comes to claim his wife and Thecla's mom tells him all about Paul's teaching and how she believes that Paul's radical gospel would convince Thecla that she might actually have some of her own value in and of herself, that she is, in fact, a unique expression of God's love and God's creativity. And this is threatening to Thecla's mother because it was threatening societally at that time, and it was definitely threatening to her husband-to-be. So Thamaris goes to find her and tries to convince her to come home and to be satisfied with her role as a woman. But 
it's too late for Thecla. Jesus has already set her free. It's actually a great story all in itself because Thamorus tries to go after Paul because he's like super mad. But Demas and Hermogenes totally bounce Thermus and, and keep him from assaulting Paul. But they were immature, and, and Thamorus was able to persuade them into betraying Paul. So Paul gets tossed before Governor Castellus and thrown in jail, where Thecla bribes the guards with some jewelry to go and visit him, which is you know, super no-no. She gets caught and taken to the governor who questions her. Meanwhile, her own mother begs the governor to burn her daughter alive in the theater because Thecla is so counterculture and she's actually become part of uh, what Christians were called at that time, which was the way. She had become part of the way and counterculture to society and disrupting all of these norms. And here her very own mother is standing before the courts trying to impose capital punishment upon her daughter. So the governor makes the order, and she's brought out naked and tied down. And as she's looking into the crowd, she sees who she thinks is Paul, but it's not really Paul. The, the governor was still dealing with Paul. She sees Jesus in the likeness of Paul, and when she tries to fix her eyes on him, he instantly ascends into heaven. Out come the centurions, and they set the wood on fire, and the flames are huge, but none of them are touching Thecla. All of a sudden, the earth opened up from below, and a cloud appeared above and began raining down torrents of water, which totally quenched the fire, while the earthquake swallowed up many of the spectators. At that point, Thecla escapes to find Paul and begs to follow him. So he ends up taking her with him to Antioch. And it's there in Antioch where Thecla's real problems begin. You see, there's this spoiled magistrate named Alexander. And this guy decides that he's in love with Thecla at first sight. Here's what goes down. Alexander finds her in the market and tries to take her and kiss her by force. She pushes him away, tears his coat, and snatches the crown off of his head and tells him out loud so everyone can hear that she belongs to the Lord. This is a woman who knows her identity, who knows her value, and knows that she belongs to God. And this is where I'm going to leave the story for today. Believe me, you don't want to miss the rest. We are just scratching the surface. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of Daily Bread. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to jump on YouTube and explore our archive of relevant teaching. Get yourself trained up, get yourself taught up, and get yourself identifying with Christ. You look a lot better in Christ than you do outside of Christ. God bless you. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening. Without your faithful support, we wouldn't be able to do the work that God has called us to. If you know someone who would be blessed by what you just heard, please pass this along. At Strong Towers, we believe that you are a unique expression of God's love and creativity, and we consider it an honor to be a part of your journey. There's no one like-